recruiting tips, advice, and better ways to train. B3 Better presents The Amateur's Edge with Jerry and Sanders, Randy Wade, and A.D. Roberts. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and we are back with The Amateur's Edge, man. Jerry and so glad to see you back here. Hey man, today, it's glad man. to be. I'm glad to be back, man. That West Coast thing was a. It was a great experience, man. That was my first time ever being in California. Really? Uh, I actually got to fulfill a childhood dream, and I went to a Laker game. So wow. Everybody knows me. You know I'm a diehard Laker fan. <laughs> yeah, ever yeah, since yeah, the Magic yeah. Days, man. So you know it was very, very fulfilling. Got to take some pictures by Magic statue. That's like my favorite athlete okay, of all time. Okay. I was hoping to see him, and unfortunately, uh. Uh, LeBron was hurt, but AD was playing. He almost had 40 at the game. Okay. You know, yeah, so, so it, it was a good, a good game, man. Did they, did, they win? did they win? Yeah, they won. The Lakers, yeah. They, they, they on a nice little streak, too, man. So, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Gonna, it's going to do something, man. They say it's because old boy left, man, and went to uh, the Clippers. So yeah. The Clippers had a losing streak, and they, they doing a whole lot better. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's good to be back, man. And we got the weekend started off real good yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Randy Sunshine got married yesterday, Congratulations. Yeah, Definitely, man. Married, man. It was married. a beautiful thing. I, 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 that's the first time I ever seen Randy, like, look decent. Actually, bro, I was I was I'm, casket sharp, bro. He was, no, he definitely was. He looked, I, I was he casket looked, sharp. Listen, whole he got, weekend he got the beard all trimmed up, all uh, pretty. The Beijing, he ain't sweated out last night. <laughs> I thought he was gonna sweat. It's not Beijing, bro. It's, it's highlights, bro. Oh, it's, it's highlights. Highlight. I don't, okay, my bad. Dude, I don't. I just highlight my beard, bro. Yeah, yeah. I just got like one or two strings. It's gray, and I just highlight. Those okay, I'll pay you. So, I'll pay. Right, we we'll take that. <laughs> it's, it's not white out. It's blackout. Gotcha. Black out. Blackout. But yeah, but let me let me speak on that just a little bit, man. Like uh it was great yesterday seeing my son get married. Actually it inspired the topic we're gonna talk about today. I ain't gonna spoil mm-hmm. it, I'll let you bring it in. But like um my son well, you talk about it's about relationships, right? Relationships. Yep. That's what we're talking about today. Relationships. You look all over the internet, you see relationships. I got this rumor right here about Jamar Chase, ex girlfriend. Uh she claims that she has evidence that she can put on the internet to end his career. Like that's a relationship. Crazy. And and the thing about relationships and what we wanna talk about is how they impact these athletes and how they can make and break you. Um, mm-hmm. And there's all different types of relationships we want to touch on today. Uh, you know, you got the relationships that you can't choose, right? You can't choose who your parents are. You can't choose who your parents are. <laughs> you can't like choose. My son can't, <laughs> like me. My son can't <coughs> choose me or nobody else. I, he had to deal with what I gave him or what I influenced him by. Yep, um, and and until you choose what college you go to, you can't really choose your coaches. Can't choose your coaches. Um, but that changes though, right? Because if uh, you know your your positional coach or whoever they bring in, mm-hmm. that's always an evolving door. So you can't choose those people. But that's a part of that relationship circle that we're talking about. Yeah, but um, everything else you can change yep. and influence and guide and 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 be the person you are. You control your circle, and we think that parents and kids should understand that that's important and that's the conversation you ha- you should have early. Yep. You, and, you know, again, those other relationships that we're talking about is like your girlfriend. Yes. You know, m- making sure that you're choosing the right person who's there for the right reasons, right? For sure. Um, and then that circle of friends that you have, that that's probably just as vital as your parents, right? Because those people are really people you talk to on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Um, those people are people who heavily influence the decisions you make. Those people can be yes people or they can be no people, and it's very important to make sure that you you choose the right people. Um, and again, as Randy alluded to earlier, you know, what inspired this show today was, you know, the situation like Jamar Chase, but even bigger, the thing that's going on with Ja Morant. Yes. Um, yes. You know, again, you know, he's a young man who, you know, makes young man mistakes. But at the same time, he's not your typical everyday young man, no, right? He, no, he's a typical 23-year-old doesn't have the possibility to make 
a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, I think he's under like a $200 million contract right now. Mm. He's only 23 years old. So he's only, he still got another two or three contracts in him, right? So this man potentially is going to make half a billion dollars. And, and understanding that you have all this at stake, we got to make better decisions no, and, but, and know uh, what's going on. But one thing I want to say, man, don't only me. Because a lot of times a young man or, or, or a female will make a mistake and y'all be like, he's only this years old. He's only this I just read something the other day about a kid graduating college at 13. So don't only me. Like, it, we can't just look down on things because people do bad things or people, whatever. Like, you, you got to get it right. You got to do it the you best you can the first time. And we're going to dig a little deeper into it in, in, yeah. the, in the next yeah. segment. Yeah. Um, also, we want to talk a little bit about last week Pro Day. Uh, I actually had a chance to attend uh, Indiana University's Pro Day. Uh, you know, one of our athletes, Devon Monster Matthews, uh, yes, had a monster – Mm-hmm. Pro day. Yes, he went out and really did his thing. He ran a 4.58 40-yard dash. Uh, his shuttle time was 4.28. Mm-hmm. Um, broad jump 10-4. His vertical jump was 36.5. Um, and then when they took him to his position-specific drills, he looked like an all-pro out there. Uh, so I, it, it's safe to say I, I think he earned him some money that day. So, All right. So, let's, hey, hey, fellas, let's play some, pay some bills real quick. And uh, this segment was brought to you by Bank of Lincoln, England Mortgage Jacksonville, helping home buyers and homeowners accomplish their financial goals. Head on over to www.boejax.com and get to know their dedicated team. You're listening to The Amateur's Edge on 1010XL 92.5 FM. And we're going to open up the lines on the other side. Relationships. It's The Amateur's Edge, brought to you by B3 Better. On 1010XL. And we're back. You're listening to the Amateur's Edge this morning. And and our topic is a good one. Our topic is uh, these relationships that influence our young athletes. I mean, you know, I, and I can't even say young athletes anymore. I mean, it's all the way up to the pros. You know, all the decisions that people make. And, you know, what... What causes people to make these decisions? What causes people to get in trouble? A lot of times it's the relationships that we have, the people in our space. Definitely. And, and the main person we're speaking on today is John Morant and, and the situation he's in. Um, you've heard multiple stories uh, uh, about incidents he's had, you know, uh, sent, really over this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, the incident in the, uh, uh, with the Pacers where, you know, supposedly they followed uh, one of the staff members and uh, – Someone had a gun and pointed a red dot at, at, at an employee of the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the incident of him assaulting teenagers. And then here recently, the video of him uh, in a strip club with a gun with his shirt off singing and throwing up gun gang signs. Um, and, and, you know, when we talk about relationships, again, you look at all these different levels. But the closest to home is your your immediate circle, your friends and the mm-hmm. people you can choose. And, you know, for, for us, it's having the right people around you and who mm-hmm. aren't going to always yeah. tell you yes. Yes, <laughs> that 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 is the pro- that's the issue. And uh the thing about it parents have to have conversations early. And like I talk to a lot of parents and they think that they seem to think that like a kid's going to do whatever he want to do. But if you have those conver- the younger you have those conversations, the better turnout it's going to be. And like you got to really be hard on them sometimes. You got to really really be hard on them and really talk to them and just just not be a yes parent. There's a lot of yes parents out there. You can. And, and you know one thing I appreciate, uh, you helped me out uh, a few weeks ago. 
um, you were talking on, on air, you are talking about, you know, your relationship with your son. And sometimes when um, he didn't, you know, one of your kids didn't perform well, mm-hmm. you let him know. You, you mm-hmm. sucked today. Yeah. You didn't play well. You weren't concentrating. You know, you Don't didn't give it sense. all. You, you didn't give it all. You, give, <laughs> give it your give it your all. Yeah. And you know, I I found myself, you know, being a dad with mm-hmm. a you know a young athlete. He's 13 years old, and you know, I kind of placate him sometimes and not you know not not give him the heart. But after I heard you have that you know that made that comment, like this last week, he sucked. <laughs> you know, you know, he he plays AAU ball and you know the the season is just kicking off and he did not play his best game. But then because I was so hard on him that evening, he performed extremely well the next morning. There you go. You know, so when you when you start talking about having those tough conversations with kids it's really important to, you know, and to that point, Jay, um we had, you know, last week we talked about the young lady that's been training with us. What, what's what's her name? That uh, Sophia Chetnik. Yeah, yeah. Go, go give you know give our listeners the uh, just a little update on on her amazing deal. So Sophia, uh, the past week or so, signed a NIL deal through the Athletiverse, which is to date the highest contract for a female NIL deal. It's uh, she's huge. a Clemson University lacrosse player. Um, that's been training with us for the since she was like eight years old or so, and so and so the the, the point about that is we had the dad on, mm-hmm. we had the dad on. We mm-hmm. called him last week, and the dad, you know, we start asking him questions about, you know, how was she able to get this deal? I mean, this is an unbelievable, you know, uh, agreement. And the biggest thing that stuck out in that conversation was that the dad spoke to the fact that. She kept her nose clean. Mm-hmm. She kept her social media clean. She was active in the community. She's always, you know, kept this clean and very polished kind of look, you know. And then he's been work. She's been working out at, at you know, with B three and with Jerrion for you know since she was eight years old. Mm-hmm. And so, what that did that that led me to have a conversation with my thirteen year old mm-hmm. about how you manage your image. You know, whether you you know if you know he's in middle school now, but if you decide to go play ball in high school or college or, or on even, even further, everything matters now. It's not, okay, I can get serious, you know, when I get to high school, I get serious when I get to college, because anything that you do, any action that you take, there are cameras, everybody has a camera now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 20 years ago, <laughs> we didn't have to worry about mm-hmm. cameras, you know, we could get away with stuff. But now, everybody has access to your private life. If you're out having a good time with your friends, mm-hmm. there are people that you don't know that have access, you know, access to you because they got a phone and they can record you doing all kinds of things. So you got to be mindful of all of that and be mindful of the relationships you have that will put you in those type positions. And just like Randy, we were talking during the break, it, you you put it real well when you said you got to know who to bring with you and who to leave behind. Yes. And the question becomes, uh, how do you decipher between those mm. people? Um, you, you, I I'm not going to lie. So I, I say this. Uh, you don't know that until you, until you go through things. So, like, when you go through things, you really find out who with you. Like, you never really find out who with you when things are good. You find out who with you when things are bad. And mm-hmm. so, like, pay attention to that. You find out who with you when, when you don't have the money, when you don't have the fame, when you don't have the glory. Like, that's when you really find out. And so it's hard to do in high school. It's hard to do. I mean, again, we talking about John Moran in particular. He's 23 years old. He just signed a $200 million contract. I don't see him losing – any of that money, I, I, any time. I, I, I so so how, how does he know that, right? Like, 
again, and for me, I, I don't know if you can wait until you lose it, right, to mm -hmm. know who's there, right. who's not, right? But that's it's one, like. But one thing I would tell parents to do is to get your kid a mentor outside of yourself, a mentor, and that mentor don't have, have to do anything with sports. He can be a preacher. He can be somebody who's just successful, somebody who's been there and done that. And so through all my kids' life, I tried to get them mentors, people to talk to, and then some just came to them and, and just adapted to them. So if I had a kid that was growing up right now, I would get them a mentor, somebody outside of you. Because sometimes you can, as a parent, you can tell your kid something, and a and a truck tr a truck driver, a garbage man, a mailman could tell them the same thing, and they'll listen to them versus listening to you. But still, what? should those athletes be looking for when they're trying to decipher between the friends they need to bring with them and leave behind? I get what you're saying. You're bringing a mentor. Okay, even from a mentor's perspective, right? Uh -huh. Like what, as an athlete who has a lot to lose mm -hmm. and a lot to gain, how am I choosing the people to, to, to keep around and, and the people to leave behind, right? Yeah, you got to hey, know where you want to be in life. What, you you got to know where you want to be in life. And if, if you're not hanging around people that's going to help you be that way in life, like it's probably gonna get but but tough. here's the here's the tough part Here, here's you know I think here's a good question that you can ask that an athlete can ask a, a friend or just kind of be observant. What does your friend have to lose? Mm. What does your friend the, the people in your space like you know you got to be careful about mm. who you have relationship with, and if they have just as much to lose as you have to lose. They may be a little more careful about the decisions that they make. I got, 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 I got one more quick, quick statement, record one quick statement. So that's true too. And then, what do y'all talk about, and what do y'all actions show? So basically, if y'all just talk about just regular, normal, around the way neighborhood stuff, and that's all y'all talk about, if y'all not talking about aspirations and dreams, that might not be the person you want to kick it with in the future. Right. We got a call on the line. Oh, we got Tavares on the line. Tavares, how you doing today? How y'all doing this morning? Doing good, all right. good. Can you talk up a little bit, Tavares? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah that's we perfect. We you better now, man. So you know the topic of the day is relationships and how they affect athletes. And you were, you know, fortunate enough to play at a high level. You played at Clemson University, played for the New Orleans Saints. You know, how did your relationships fare and and, and, and how was it for you, you know, being a, an elite level athlete? As far as like in the NFL or just um, at Clemson, just in general, man. Like, like what we're actually talking about right now. And I'm sure you heard is how do you choose the people to bring with you and the people to leave behind? Oh, man. Uh, well, at first, you know, especially when you when you just getting into it, like like first couple of years in the NFL or first couple of years in college, major university, you kind of your um, your judgment is kind of clouded. Your vision is blurry. You're not really sure. You know, until you start getting older and you start seeing uh, as far as how the decisions, whatever decisions you make, how they affect whatever you have going on. So, like, my first few years at Clemson, I was a liability, like I told you guys before. And I didn't realize that until my senior year. Like, okay, yeah, I have to stop doing certain things. I have to stop hanging out with the two lit crew, you know, all the time so mm -hmm. I can get handled my business. And it, it was the same way in the NFL. You know, in the NFL, I was hanging around people who just were always out. You know, I'm an athlete, you know, but I'm not putting in any extra work. So, I mean, it's true, man. Like, who who you hang around is, is um means a lot to you. You know, it's a test of your character also. You know, so if you're not careful who you have around you, 
and you're really setting yourself up for failure. Mm. Would you say you had a bunch of yes people around you? Absolutely. They never told you no? Never never really told me no. Also never really told me um, when when to tighten up, you know? It, it, I can honestly say it was probably a few. It was probably a few. But it was it was more many than than few. So so um, t- so Tavares, t- tell us, give us an example of of this yes person. Like you, you know, kind of hindsight, you wish you'd have had somebody to tell you no. Give me give us a scenario where it was key that you should have been told no, but that that person didn't. Well, okay, like so when I was in New Orleans, you know, I used to I used to go to Bourbon Street and I would spend. It was a. <laughs> It was a strip club called V Live then, and I would spend like five thousand every every week in there. Five thousand a week, five grand, yeah. twenty twenty yeah, bands on, a month. On, yeah, tripping, tripping. <laughs> um, that's that's not even that's not even you know that's excluding me when I would go to Saks Fifth and spend I don't know, I don't know, probably another three or four thousand on clothes every week. Yeah, it was crazy, and so. Like, I had a friend, and he would always, you know, say a little, you know, like, bro, you know, I don't know, whatever. But then still go with me to these places and ask for money. <laughs> hey, can you buy me these? Or can you, hey, let me let me hold a stack, stack you know what I'm saying, so I can, so I can throw them too. So it's still, it was, you know, I don't know. I feel like that situation was kind of iffy, like, as far as you play on both sides. But really, you play on the other side because you only tried to, you only said a little bit to to try to get me back straight. Mm-hmm. But you wasn't really, you ain't really stand on it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, that you, was like, the yes man. Yeah. You should have never even went to the club with me. Mm-hmm. You should have mm-hmm. never went to Saks with me. Why are you going with me anyway to go shopping? Mm. You get what I'm saying? That's deep. No, yeah. So, so, so yeah. Thank man. Thanks to bars, man. Yeah, thanks. Yep. Yeah, that was very. So like, so like, I'm 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 just give y'all like a. So, I left I left for uh, New Orleans in 2015. That was my first year in the NFL. I don't talk to any of those people who I talk mm. to then now. Mm-hmm. Like the people who I talk to now, are my kids, my kids' moms. Mm-hmm. You know, my intermediate family. That's it. Hey, before you get too deep in this, though. How would you have known? And again, this and again, because we're trying to give some jewels and some some advice to athletes. How do you decipher those people from the beginning so you know to stay away from them people? Because some of these people, well, are people you grew up with, and some of them may even be your family. Well, for me, it started. You just got to ask God for discretion. That's just mm. what I what I believe. Ask God for discretion and wisdom in every relationship, um, whatever relationship that you have. Um, if you're, it don't matter if it's your mom or whatever. God, I pray, I pray you give me discretion about me thinking about my mom being my manager or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So you can really decipher and know. And he'll give you clarity on it. You know what I mean? Or just just start peeping people ways. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Start start really paying attention to how people are moving, mm-hmm. um, how people say you're changing, uh, things like that, things of that nature. Um, don't be oblivious. Don't be naive um, to just because someone is related to you that they won't do you dirty or cross you, mm-hmm. you know, um, anybody can get it. That's, that's, it's a doggy dog world. That's, that's, mm. that's a real thing. So let's 
not be oblivious to real life. Like in in real life, people don't care. Real life people are do would do anything for money. So even your own dad, mom, it don't matter. So wow. you know, just speak. No man, that's good. That, that's, no, that's 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 good word, Tavares. Man, thanks, man. Thanks for calling in, man. Thanks, man. We, we, we really appreciate it, bro. Thanks, thanks man. Bro. No, man, that's crazy. You know, it, <clears throat> it's one of the toughest things, man, for for an athlete to not really know who the dog gonna trust. But I'm gonna hang my hat on. I'm gonna hang my hat on on if that other person does. If they have just as much to lose as you, uh, if they're in the same posture as you. They're going to be making some decisions. And what do you mean by that, right? Because, again, if I'm Josh's friend, we grew up together. Josh just signed a $200 million contract. Mm-hmm. I don't have as much to but lose people, but people, as Josh. So what, so what exactly do you mean? So guess what? That? I got you. So what I mean by that is he, he, he can't give me – my friend can't give me advice. My friend, my friend from childhood can't give me advice how to manage a $200 million contract. So I my cut friend, him off then? No, I don't have to cut him off, but he has his, he, he has his place in my life. And I can't look. I can't look to him for to to help wrangle me in or to be that to to be that uh, balance to me. I need you. You know, just like you said, you need a mentor. <laughs> you need a mentor. You need somebody that's gonna be able to give you some good advice. Gotcha. Good deal. Time to pay some bills. It's time to pay some bills. Uh, this segment was brought to you by First Coast Cargo. First Coast Cargo leads the freight transportation logistics services market. And is known as the region's most dependable and highly professional service provider. Contact First Coast Cargo toll free today at 1-844-731-2174 for all your professional shipping needs. You're listening to the Amateur's Edge on 1010XL. It's the Amateur's Edge, brought to you by B3Better on 1010XL. And we're back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's kick this thing right back off. You know, we're talking about uh, relationships today and how they've been, you know, how they play into the overall landscape of an athlete's life. You know, the closest people to you, your friends, your family, all of that stuff and how that influences the decisions that you make. And how you choose. How do you decipher? Again, you know, we left off talking about, you know, the point you made, A.D., was, don't hang around people who don't have as much to lose as you, but how do you weigh that and how do you make those decisions? Yeah, um, the biggest thing I had to realize for me and I realized for my kids is that, like, it's okay. Like, some people some people are only in your life for a season, and that's that's okay. It's okay. Like, sometimes you was only meant to have this relationship with this person while you was in college. Or How do you know that? How do you know that? I mean, all that stuff sounds good. But it just happens. It just happens. So, like, people outgrow people. People outgrow people. And – when you really think about it, it's about you. You'll have your life. You Everything is about you and what benefits you when you really, really think about it. Other than, like, you t- protecting your kids and being there for your kids and being there for your mom, being there for your dad. Like, it's about you. It's your life. And if something doesn't benefit you, like, in a positive manner, like, it's time to move on from it. It's just a weight. It's just a weight. And that's cool. That's cool. And, and again, we're not arguing that. Um, actually, we got a call on the line. We'll circle back around. Okay, Eddie, are you there? I'm here. For sure. Where you coming in from in Jacksonville? Sorry, y'all. I'm 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 at, I'm at this 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 seven on seven tournament, but I'm come again now. Yeah, I'm from the beach, Atlantic Beach okay. in Jacksonville. So we are talking about relationships, man. What you, what you, what you, what, you, what you got to say? Relations as far as athletes and and, 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 and choosing the right people to be around, and you know, alluding to that John Morant 
situation right. and you know the right. people around him and what is he hearing right. and, and all that good stuff. Right. Well, you you you, you know as far as the John Morant situation, my my thing with the John Morant situation is he probably has. Oh, there's a good possibility he had too many yes men around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. nobody. There's 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 no one around him to say, "Oh, oh, oh bro, look, this 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 ain't right." Like if they go somewhere and 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 something gets one of their spirits and 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 they don't be like, "Bro, you don't need to be here." It look like something happened. You the name. You are the name. So everything gonna fall on you. He don't have nobody around him. It seems like to be like, "Hey." We don't need to be here. Let's just go back to the house, chill, you know, watch the movies, do whatever it is we do. You know what I mean? But it seemed like he just got too many guest men around him. And 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 that's toxic. That's toxic. And that's to have nothing. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. To have nothing but, you know, guest men around you. Not only is it toxic, it's dangerous when you live in the kind of life or 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 on the type of platform that John Moran is on. It's, it's very dangerous to have those type of people around you. And I say dangerous because this has gotten to the point where this boy is flashing guns on video, mm-hmm. and he's pretty much always on his way to be the face of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, not, and, and not only does his friends, those yes men around him know that, he know it himself. But there's no one to guide that young mind. All they trying to guide, you know, all some all some dudes will try to guide is the talent. They don't try mm. to guide the mentality of the talent mm. or of the person who's carrying that talent. You know, a lot of you 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 got to be careful about placing your kids or teaching your kids about seasonal people or mm. seasonal mentors. Mm. And it's 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 very it's very it's very dangerous. I don't I don't I don't think it's you know uh, uh, a holish for a parent to be like you know be a little standoffish when certain people enter their kids' lives. You know, they have every they have every right not to have not to say I don't trust this person, but th- th- there's a wall that should be put up because it's too much of. Like John Morant type of situations happening with athletes, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just not the right. It's the right. It's just it's the, the right people on around for the right type of thing. You got the wrong people coming in with hidden agendas. That's true. That's and, true. and 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 a lot of their game is is manipulation. There's a lot of manipulators out here, and they will manipulate and milk a situation. Until it doesn't benefit them anymore. Oh yeah, that's life. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, th- thanks, Eddie. Man, thanks. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Man, yeah. you know, so so we we been talking about the relationships too. Now it's interesting. I was listening, um, like some of the some of the behavior that these guys exhibited. Yeah, I'm gonna throw this at the athlete just for a second. There's a there's a real thing called self sabotage. Mm-hmm. And when you're looking at that level of, like you said, being the face, how how you know that that's that's a that's a big crown to have on your head, you know. And and, and I've all my mentor, crown. yeah, my mentor has always said, heavy is the you know heavy is the head that wears the crown. And a lot of people are not prepared for the crown. And when the weight of that crown gets on that head, um, 
sometimes it's a little bit too much. So they begin to do things and act out and, and you know, exhibit certain behaviors that sabotage the opportunity of the crown so they don't have to wear it. Um, you know, not everybody's going to make the statement that I'm not your role model. Not everybody's going to sit up there and have, you know, have enough nerve to say this is this is this is who I am. And this is, you know, I'm not I'm not your guy. But when it's attached to a two hundred million dollar check, it's, you gotta, yeah, it's, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. And it's funny you say that. I and mean, when you talk about the crown, the first person that comes to my mind is LeBron James, who's who's mm. been the exemplary role model for all these athletes. You know, he didn't have a father, came from a single parent home. And, you know, judging from the outside looking in, you know, I'm not sure how disciplined he was raised by his mother or what have you. However, you could tell the people he surrounded he himself it. with. He gets it. They get it. They all get it. And, and I mean, you haven't seen him in not one bit of trouble. The only blemish on his, his whole resume was when he received a Hummer when he was, like, 18 years old. And he's and a that kid. Was, yeah, <laughs> and, that, and that was nothing. And, and, that, then, and that was absolutely but, nothing. But, 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 I mean, you look at his friends now. His friends are all doing good. All doing good. Sports agents, you know, producers, dating Adele. I got you. I got you. know, so so I, you know, I hope guys like him take his role serious and, and write a book or start doing, you know, symposiums. Like who better to listen to than the, you know, arguably, you know, the greatest basketball player to play the game, right? I mean, but who's right. done it right? And because he's been under the microscope since he was in eighth grade under an extreme, you know, intense microscope, and, and he's delivered at a high level and, he's managed, and managed not to get in trouble. And, again, you look at his friends and his circle of friends around him, mm-hmm. and, and you know, they've all elevated, right? And, and maybe that is, like, because, again, I'm still searching for that answer. We're we saying the right things, but how do these kids evaluate the right friends? Maybe do you sit down, like you said, though, Randy, and say, what are your goals? Like, we had the opportunity, okay, I, I'm, I, I can potentially make $500 million. Mm-hmm. Let's multiply this to two billion or whatever. How can you contribute to this? How can you contribute to this? Yes. Are you just gonna yeah, sit like for yourself? The you have to look at so yourself like, again. That's what we're trying to figure out. And how there's a key word, to- and there's a key word that keeps popping up in my mind, and it's this word accountability. And if and if as you look around the people in the room with you, are they accountable to themselves? Mm. Do are they accountable to the vision that they've seen mm-hmm. for themselves? If they have no vision, so when I say a, a lot to lose. It does. It's not. I'm not necessarily talking about a quantifiable number. You know, gotcha. you got this much money. You know, but is the vision that that person has for their life? Are they authentically going for that vision? Mm-hmm. Are they are they accountable to that vision? Mm-hmm. Are they doing the things that it's going to take for them to actualize everything that mm-hmm. they've seen for themselves? So, as a young athlete or as a professional athlete, you need to look around the people in the room, they cannot be yes men because they, there has to be a certain level of accountability that you would hope your friends, like yeah, we, don't, we don't always make the best decisions, but I would hope that my friends would be, you know, uh, uh, would hold me accountable to say, yo, AD, I don't think that's, you know, that might not be the best move that you need to make. You might need to consider this move over here. So, so, so in, in looking at the totality of this environment, I think accountability is key people having vested interest in their own vision for their own life. If they don't have a vision for their life, they're not the friend for you. I got you, but then I got an example. So, like, uh, my son had a friend since he was, like, eight years old, right? And, you know, they was teenagers graduating, stuff like that. And um, the friend was like, he knew he was going the wrong way, and that was his choice. He knew he was going the wrong way in life, and he pretty much told my son, like, uh, like we can't, 
kick it like that no more. I'm going this way, you going that way. I'm gonna always be proud of you. But like, we just what we and doing you can on, respect that. But that that showed that he really loved my son. That's that's real. He really loved my son. And like, that, and see, here's there's the thing about accountability. That young man was accountable for the vision. Now, even though it was a bad situation, mm-hmm. even though it was a bad situation, that young man was accountable for the vision that he had for his own life. And he saw that his, the vision for his life wasn't in alignment with the vision that your son had for his. Mm-hmm. So guess what? He made this, He loved your son enough to exit stage left. Yeah. That's and that's cool. huge. That's huge. No, that's huge. That's huge. Definitely. Now, now most people are not going to do that. No, they're not. No, they're not going to do that. And, and it's you. And, and if you think about it, that that really was in the reverse fashion of what we we're talking about. It's reverse, <laughs> right? He's, he's seen it. He's and, seen and, it. And some things had happened after that, and he's seen it. And so he was like, "Nah, we just we good." Yeah, that's love, man. That is love. That is love. Yeah. You know. And then on the other side of that too, you know, we talk about you know parents and the, the level of accountability they're holding their kids yeah. to. Um, who who again, you, who you, you got? Look, what what parent what parent sticks out to you right now? To me, it's, it's Levar, man. Like. LeVar Ball, he sticks out to me because a lot of people thought he was a negative effect on his kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he was. Other than that one little incident his middle son had, like, he had a vision. And then you know what? When his kids made it, he stepped back. Mm-hmm. So um, he probably the reason uh, – he definitely the reason why they made it to the NBA. But he's, Not 100%. But we're talking about advertisement and all that kind of stuff. He probably the reason for that too, man. He was – to me, the biggest parent out there so far. It's yeah. not. It's not easy to be the parent of a. It cannot be easy to be a parent of a superstar, whether they're athlete, musician, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. because there's so much that you that you you have to manage. But the biggest thing you have to manage as that parent is the environment that you help to cultivate around that kid. Mm, yes. Because if he or she is a superstar. They're coming for him. I got you, but don't. They'll relate don't and, 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 and let's protect them. Let them go through it at a younger age. Let, so, like, some parents don't let their kids date. Some parents don't let their. I'm sorry for cutting you. Some parents don't let their kids date. Some parents don't let their kids uh uh go out or nothing. But guess what? Once they go to college, they're gonna do all that. They're gonna do it. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That's 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 good. But at the same token, we have to. You know, it's it's a tough job as a parent to have to 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 cultivate that environment. But we have to be able to see for our children sometimes because we can see things because of our experience and True. us being on this rock long enough. Mm-hmm. And we have to have the courage, and I mean courage, to it talk is. to that stu- that star athlete to say, listen, son, listen, daughter, this is this person might not be the right one for you. Now, now I'm going to give you the, you know, you're going to have the liberty and the latitude to experience it for yourself. But mm-hmm. at the same token, these are some of the things that I've seen, and I want you to be observant of it. And and we haven't really talked about this yet, but one of the closest relationships an athlete is going to have is their significant other. Oh, they, huge. Their girlfriend, yeah. they, you know, their girlfriend, their wife. How do you wife, choose them? How do you choose the right girl? Savannah James, bro. All day long, Savannah James, bro. Like, to be honest, I don't know. She, she, she's not really, you don't really know a lot about her. And, and that's what reason. you want. That's what you want. That's right? what you want. You don't want that girl that always has to be out in front and do this and do that, bro. You mm. want that one that's gonna be that rock beside you and just know how it is. Like mm-hmm. you, you, LeBron don't always have to be with her. You know what I'm saying? Not what I mean is like he don't always. Have, every time he shows up to a place, he don't always have to be with her. But you can tell that's his rock. That's his girl. Like for real. What what kind of characteristics should an athlete look for when picking a significant significant other? Mm, that's, that's, that's good. A, that's a deep question, man. I, I'm gonna say, uh, you definitely want. Uh, loyalty. You want honesty. You want trust. You want uh um someone who motivates you. Someone 
who's going to bring something to the table. So a lot of, to me, a lot of athletes, girls, don't, they're not driven. Like, they don't have their own thing. Like, they think as they do. Like, the housewives of whatever. Like, they think as they do. But, like, I would want a person that's doing their own thing. Like, uh, when we come together, we two circles, right? You put two circles together, you have a space in the middle that's us. But then you have your stuff on the side, my stuff on the side. And I'm not talking about a girl or a dude, a chick or what I'm talking about. Like, aspirations, dreams, things you want to accomplish spiritually. And you want a person that's built like that, that don't always have to be up under you, that's doing their own thing and making their mark in life. Yeah. And I guess it's the same criteria in which you choose your friends by, right? Somebody who does have something to lose, right? Yeah. Someone yeah. who does have some dreams and aspirations and, yeah. and, and you know, are heading in some type of direction. Yeah. And then you got to look at another thing, too. You got to look at parents, siblings of that other person. Like look the at apple those relationships. Look, look, look at their relationships. Too far from a tree. Like you sure. got to look at it. like I mean, and don't don't don't. That's not the end all be all, but it definitely means something. But it's a marker. It's a marker. You know, if if you know, I hate to say it, and this is controversial. I'm pretty sure, but if if you have a young lady that grew up in a house that their father wasn't there, or they don't have a great relationship with their father, how do they know how to interact with a man truly? You know, mm-hmm. you know, they they got to learn from somewhere. And they may be a great person, a good person, have a good heart and all of that. But when it comes to the mechanics of a relationship, mm-hmm. because, you know, what I, I, you know, no matter how you chop it up, day in and day out of relationships, it takes work. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the construct that has been an example in your life for a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. you have to go out there and find it, you know, research it or whatever. But you know, does that potential wife or does that potential husband have the matrix of their life that can lead, lead to a healthy relationship? And that's that's when, especially somebody who's wearing the crown. Mm-hmm. See, a, a, see a, lot, a lot of people don't know how to deal with the person that's wearing the crown mm-hmm. because that's another level of accountability. That's a higher level of responsibility. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the only thing that they've had to be responsible for was, you know, a lot of times in their life was them, no, did they go to school? <laughs> did they do their classwork, homework? These people are young. They haven't had really big jobs. They haven't had careers. Mm-hmm. They haven't lived life, but they are thrust into these positions where they're in their 20s and they're making, you know, tens and 20s and, you know, millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. How do you manage that? You have to look at the matrix of a person's life. That's a marker. You can't ignore it. You have to look at the people around them. You can't ignore that. You have to look at the patterns. I always tell people, Forget what somebody says. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what someone does. But look at the patterns of their life. The patterns of their life will tell you everything that you need to know about that particular person and who they who they really are, and mm-hmm. what they're going and how that's going to be for you in your life. And don't overlook the small. Don't overlook the small things, man. Those small things you see in a relationship before, like you moving together or when you moving together. Do not overlook the small things. Those small things are going to tell you patterns and triggers about the big things that can, that can be in the future. Those small things are seeds. Those seeds will be planted in the, in, you know, in the path of just living, and they will grow and grow and manifest at some level or not. So you're absolutely right when you say pay attention to the small things because those small seeds get planted subconsciously, mm-hmm. they get, they, and they're going to manifest themselves in all kinds of ways. You know, I'm, I, you know, I, I feel sorry for, you know, <laughs> athletes on one hand because it's hard to know who's true. It's, it's hard. hard to know who's true. It's, it's, it's especially if you meet them when you're famous. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to know who's true. But you know, hopefully, hopefully, this conversation today, if there was anything that that uh, an athlete would get out of this, 
is hold yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you have friends that will help to hold you accountable in everything that you do. Have a spouse, you know, or or a a significant other that that has a vested interest in themselves, their own dream, Mm -hmm. and also a vested interest in your success, not in your failure, Mm. you know. And and even if you do, you know, somebody that here's a key piece, somebody that can see you in your nakedness, somebody that can see you in all of your flaws, but not expose you to the world for the mistakes that you've made, but for the successes that you're preparing to walk in and all of that kind of stuff. So it's a lot to, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. Yes. That will always be the, 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 the variable in the equation. So these kids are getting a whole lot. And it's a lot of responsibility on their shoulders. And, you know, it's it's tough. But guess what? They can do it. They can do it. They, they can, can do, do it, it, man. Definitely. And, again, you know, our goal is to give these kids some jewels that they can hold on to. And parents. And, and parents that can hold on to as in this journey. Because, again, you know, sports has a way of mimicking life. Yeah, you and, said it earlier. And, yeah. you know, if you take these lessons that you get from sports – you can use that as a way to manifest your life in the right way. You're right, man. Before we pour a break, I want to give a shout-out to my sister, Pam. Happy birthday, Pam. Happy birthday. I know it was yesterday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I can't wait to party with you later on. We're going to get it in. <laughs> That's good. L- listen, this has been great, man. This is great. Again, I really hope that 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 our athletes you know, can, can get something out of this and our parents can get something out of this. We're going to continue to come back to you every Saturday at 11 uh, a.m. here on 1010XL. You've been listening to The Amateur's Edge, and this is what we do, is empower the athlete. This this show's been powered by B3 Better Sports Performance. It's, this is what we do. And not just, the, just, not just the, the, the working out part of the athlete, but the athlete's life too. See you next time.